Hello and welcome to the Personal Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Parnas, and here we talk about all things related to mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you feel empowered and find happiness from within. Holding on to anger and grudges is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. And no, I truly believe that being able to forgive is one of the most powerful things that we can do. Oftentimes, when we experience emotional pain, it's because we haven't forgiven yet. Whether it's ourselves, other people, or a certain situation, the root of emotional pain comes from feeling like we didn't get what we think we deserved. So I want to talk about forgiveness because it is incredibly powerful when it comes to your own personal growth and it is how you take your power back. When we haven't forgiven, we are holding onto feelings like anger and resentment, which are extremely low vibrational feelings that make us feel like we are victims and are powerless. These feelings come about because we are likely replaying certain scenarios in our mind. Maybe it's something someone said to you that's on repeat in your head that hurt you. Or maybe you're replaying in your mind different scenarios for how you could have done or said something differently. Either way, when we have these thoughts in our mind, our brains can't tell the difference between thought or reality. So we feel the feelings that we would have felt if those scenarios were to have happened in real life right now. And the more and more we think about them, the more and more we are mentally putting ourselves in the position of going through the pain that we've went through in the past. That's why holding onto anger or resentment towards someone or something can make you feel like a prisoner. You feel trapped. And when you feel like a victim, you essentially feel powerless. But it doesn't need to be this way. And that's the whole purpose of this podcast episode that I've created. I want you to know that you can take your power back and free yourself from the pain that you think was ever placed on you. It just comes down to your willingness to being able to release people, events, and even forgive yourself in order to find freedom. You don't have to be a prisoner if you don't want to. While you might think that you're stuck in a cell as you're holding onto the bars of what feels like eternity, if you take a look carefully, you will see that the key to opening the door was right between your toes the entire time. And that's when we return to love. Forgiveness is about surrendering through relieving yourself from the feelings that are causing you pain. It's about loosening the grip of resentment and opening yourself up to love through looking at a situation or situations through a different lens. It's about responding with love instead of attack. When you forgive, you are giving yourself a gift, which is a gift of peace. It is not a sign of weakness, but rather it's a sign of strength. We are afraid of apologizing because we get caught in the fear-based thoughts that are triggered from our ego. Thoughts like, what if I look weak? Or what if this person doesn't accept my apology might trigger in our minds. But when we do break through these barriers, we build confidence. It's not about being a pushover and it doesn't make you weak. In fact, it is a sign of strength because it shows that you are able to break through the barriers of your ego and it puts your happiness back into your own hands. So forgiveness takes two forms. There's forgiving ourselves and there's forgiving others. 
And first, I want to talk about forgiving ourselves. Because before we are able to give compassion to others and release them, we need to be able to give this to ourselves first. Forgiving ourselves comes through finding self-compassion. We all have an inner critic that criticizes the things we say and do. Maybe you said or did something in the past that you wish you could change or could have done differently, and your inner critic is still criticizing you for it still to this day. I'm so stupid. Why did I do that? I shouldn't have done this. Why is this happening to me? Why did I do this to me? I think we've all been in a position where we've had these thoughts and experienced feelings of powerlessness because we've given away our power to our inner critic. But you see, not a single person on this planet is perfect. You're going to make mistakes or do or say things that you're going to regret in this lifetime. And it's just a part of life. Learning comes through trying things and failing. That's how we build self-awareness, grow, and learn what you do and don't want. When we let go of the sense of perfectionism and make peace with the fact that we will make mistakes in our lifetime and that things might not always go our way, we learn to forgive and free ourselves. We free ourselves so that we can feel good and return to love. And love is the strongest and most high vibrational feeling that there is. Just remember that source, whether that's God or the universe to you, hasn't created you so that you can be perfect. You've been born into this lifetime so that you can learn and grow into the person that you are meant to be. Mistakes in life are part of the process to healing and growth. You are perfect because you are imperfect. No matter what you say or do in this lifetime, you are worthy of forgiveness. Once you've learned to love and accept yourself as an imperfect, learning and growing human being, you are then in a place where you can give compassion to others because you have been able to give that to yourself. Your cup of compassion is filled so you're able to share that with others around you. Our relationships, whether that be our friends, family members, partners, or colleagues, teach us very valuable lessons. I think that other people can be our greatest teachers. And when we are hurt by others, whether it be by their words or their actions, the reason for this is because we expect the relationships in our lives to make us feel good. And when you hear people say things like, Surround yourself with people who bring out the best in you, support you, etc. This is true. However, not everyone who we come into contact with is going to make us feel good. This is an unreal expectation. Not everyone is going to like you and not everyone is always going to be nice to you. Sometimes the people in your life who you love the most might hurt you the most. And every relationship is like a different teacher for us. Maybe one friend teaches you to be more patient and another teaches you how to build boundaries. When we stop living our lives with the expectation that everyone is meant to think and act the way that we expect them to or to make us feel good, life becomes far more enjoyable. When someone you know says or does something that triggers you, instead of thinking about how wrong they were or how angry you are with them, think about what you are learning from this experience. However, be mindful to notice patterns in your relationships. 
If you notice a pattern where you are seeing the same teachers come into your life with the same lessons, that could be a sign that it's time for you to really pay attention to what the lesson is that you are meant to learn. And understand that hurt people hurt others. If someone has said something mean to you or about you, or has done something to willingly hurt you, it is stemming from a place of lack or insecurity from within them. It's not about you, so don't take it personal. Have compassion for these people and keep in mind that everyone is on their own growth journey and it looks different. And also keep in mind that forgiving someone doesn't mean that you think hurtful things are okay. Sometimes you need to just not say anything and take time off or remove someone from your life or avoid interaction. But make the decision for how you choose to respond not when you are angry or tired, but when you are in a place to make the right decision from a place of love. And through my own experience, I can definitely say that being slow to respond to someone when you're hurt is always best. Every single person is on their own journey. We all have grown up in different environments and have experienced different forms of conditioning throughout our lives that have allowed us to form the identities, values, and beliefs that we have. Our relationships are like our perfectly imperfect gifts. Let go of expectations and celebrate the diversity in your relationships and the contrast that you have in your life. That is how you can keep your vibe high and continue to attract wonderful things into your life. Think about what you enjoy and appreciate those aspects about the people that you love. Since I've learned to forgive and let go, I've been able to find so much more enjoyment and peace out of my life. My relationships have gotten better and the quality of my life has improved a lot. Like anyone else, I've been hurt by the actions and words of other people. I know what it's like to spend hours on your phone exchanging long text messages with someone to a point where my hands are sweating and my anxiety is going through the roof as I'm fighting to prove a point. Or feeling like the weight of the world is on my shoulders as I replay scenarios in my head of situations where someone had hurt me. But when I really look back at these experiences, I realize I was sacrificing my peace to fight for my pride. And nothing is worth costing you your peace. It's not like I don't ever get hurt or feel offended, but I always remind myself to return to love and let go. And there's different ways that you can go about this. Sometimes I just give myself a little mental nudge and remind myself to let go. But there's also three different approaches that I especially like and would like to share with you in practicing forgiveness. The first approach is to try Gabrielle Bernstein's Choose Again method. The next time you experience a negative thought or resentment or anger either towards yourself or someone else, I would encourage you to try this method for letting go and reframing thoughts. It involves three simple steps. The first step is to identify the thought. The second step is to forgive the thought, and the third step is to choose again. The more you practice this, the more you will start to build a habit of letting go of low vibrational thoughts and feelings, and you will start reframing them. For example, let's just say someone says something that offends you. The first step would be to 1. Identify that you are upset because you are hurt by this person's words. Step 2 would be to forgive the thought. Then step three would be to choose a more empowering thought. For example, if you're thinking to yourself, it was so rude of so-and-so to say this to me. You can instead tell yourself, I choose to forgive so-and-so. 
I understand that he or she is on their own journey in life and has their own perceptions. I choose not to spend any more time or energy holding anger towards this person. I am at peace. The second approach is to say a mantra for practicing forgiveness. Another way to let go and reframe a thought is to just say out loud the intention that you want to let go and hand it over to the universe. Take a deep breath and say the following. I am willing to forgive blank. Universe, please guide me in seeing this differently from a place of love. By saying this, you are putting out the intention that you are willing to forgive, which frees you from the weight of resentment, anger, and other negative emotions. You can then let go and trust that the universe will guide you towards love, which is a new perception of seeing things. The third approach is to write a letter to someone who's hurt you. Take a piece of paper and write out how you feel, what someone did, and how that made you feel hurt or upset. Then write out how you would like to forgive this person. Once you're done, I promise that you'll feel much lighter and freer. And just remember that nobody is going to actually see the letter, unless you choose to actually send it to the person, of course. Shred it. Burn it. Rip it. Cut it. Do whatever you want to do to get rid of the letter after. I find that getting rid of the letter energetically helps you let go after, and it can really help in making you feel that you're taking your power back into your own hands. So these are three methods that work for me, but to really build a habit of letting go and reframing the way you are looking at a situation, I'd encourage you to find what works for you. And finally, remember to trust. Whether it is the mistakes that you've made that calls for self-love, or the words and actions of others that calls for compassion towards other people, just bear in mind that life is happening for you. Choosing to let go and forgive is truly a strength, not a weakness. And each time you do forgive, take a moment to appreciate yourself and the progress that you're making in your own growth. Each time you build your forgiveness muscle, you're also promoting your own peace, strength, and resilience. Thank you so much for listening. I know that there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, and it means a lot that you have chosen to listen to mine. If you feel like you resonated with this episode, please subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. I would also love to connect with you on Instagram. My username is empoweredwithpar. That's empowered with P-A-R. I hope you have a wonderful day. And always remember that the key to happiness lies within you.